Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hey guys, we have such a wonderful show for you. We have a dad on. It's Cash Warren, and he is the co-founder of Pair of Thieves, and he's also the husband of Jessica Alba, and they have three wonderful children, and he's on to talk to us about how he's adjusted to quarantine life as uh, a dad. So you won't want to miss this episode. It's really fun, but first I want to talk to you about Carefree Breathe. So I have my period right now. Obviously, I am using these pads because they are absolutely wonderful, and you should be too. Carefree Breathe offers a line of skincare-friendly pads and panty liners that go beyond leak protection to keep your skin dry and irritation-free. Something that is very, very important to me is that it's good for my sensitive skin. It's been tested by dermatologists. It's free from fragrances, dyes, and harsh irritants, you guys. So don't look any further for other pads. These are the pads you want. Sometimes I don't even know I'm wearing them. So for more information or to buy, check it out on Amazon or walmart.com, or you can find it at your local grocery store or CVS. Enjoy the show, guys. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie. Hi, guys. I am Jenna. And welcome to another episode of Mama Said. Here we are. We're in in summer. How's it going, Jenna? What's your week like? Tell me. I'm sorry. Did you say it's summer? It's summer. Oh, cool. Good to know because (laughs) it feels like it's a gloomy, gloomy fall. Um, Everything is great. A-okay. You know, just... Do we have any specific wins to talk about for the week? Um, Yeah. So my win is that um, my nanny is back today. Amazing. And for one day a week, so we can bring this podcast to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing podcasts for what, three and a half months after at the night. kids went to bed at night? Yep. I mean, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're starting to do our regular time, recording time at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., a better time for all the guests. So I, you know, got my nanny back. And um, that is a win. While it's, um, you know, still frightening to invite anyone back in the house. Uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. We're, we're doing this for you guys. So you guys can have some entertainment and, and that's it. So that's my win. And, um, my fail is, you know what? Like, I think like there's so many fails that go on all day long that I don't record them anymore. Like, I don't even know. So I'm going to just leave it as it's just a good day. Great. And I like it. I'm having a couple good days in a row. So there's just like no fail for me. I like that positivity. So Jamie, you go. What about you? Yes. Um, so I'm going to like continue with wins. My wins and fails is kind of all one. Mm-hmm. So like Jack is like walking into today. He walked into school with his little lunch back on, box in his water. and was like, bye mommy. Like he's proud to go in there. And I heard a little girl when he walked in go, oh, hi Jack. And he was like, oh, oh hi Harper. Oh, like the cutest, oh, you know, uh, huddle. 
Oh, it was her. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but my fail is I actually have time and I can't relax. I can't, like, I don't, I feel guilty for relaxing or I don't know how to relax. I don't know how to not have responsibility. I like, again, I just feel like a a shit person that I have like the time to do this when I know they're still suffering and this, like, I don't know. It's just a whole, maybe I have too much like time in my head without the distractions, but I really need to figure out how to learn how to relax without the help of marijuana. <laughs> Can I, I, I'm very bad at this too. Like, you know, when the, both of the kids were in school, I would sit in my car and be on my phone the whole time. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And it was weird and it was a weird feeling, whatever. But I think you should have a plan. Like every time you drop him off, yeah. um, you like take a bath or whatever it is. Like first you take a bath, then like you make a smoothie, like try to make a schedule for yourself. That's a good so, idea. Like, if your schedule and like make that call, like right after you drop them off, like try to make an actual schedule during those times. So like you don't have time to feel guilty because yeah. it's just, it's going to happen. Like we feel guilty about a lot of stuff. We have mom guilt. Um, the world is crumbling and here mm-hmm. we are like, you know, if we smile or if we laugh we feel guilty right now you know yeah but um that's not the case it shouldn't be the case the world needs more laughter and smiles and the world needs more people to you know be uplifted and be happy so use that time to do things for yourself make a plan make a schedule and i think slowly but surely you know you're gonna just be a little bit more equal yeah that's great advice i appreciate that All right, you guys, we are going to be right back with Cash Warren to talk all about how dads have taken on a different role since quarantine and about what he has learned. Uh, We'll be right back. Hey, guys. So we are focusing on keeping things clean more than ever, I feel. But sometimes we forget the kind of nasty odors that come along with the things like we need to clean. For instance, your gym is kind of in your house now, so it might be smelling like one, too. Or your four-legged friends, pretty cute, but they kind of stink and leave it on your towels and blankets. Or kids, I mean, think about the tough laundry odors from kids with the sports and the clothes and the socks and the summer sweat. I mean, I can go on. So enter OxyClean Odor Blasters. OxyClean Odor Blasters is a special formulation to tackle the toughest odors in your home, not just cover them up. You have got to try OxyClean Odor Blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash T-R-Y-M-E for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We're back. Our guest today is an all-around great guy. He um, is successful, philanthropic. Um, he's a hands-on dad. He is, his career is spanned from film and producing and creating. To, and he's the founder of the company Pair of Thieves. I'm not even going to intro him anymore. We're just going to get talking. And please welcome Cash Warren to the show. Thanks, Cash. Hi, thank you. Thanks Hi, Cash. Wonderful intro. <laughs> and I went to school with Cash. So yeah. we go way back. He's it's the two degrees of Jenna I've learned just in general for LA. <laughs> I love so, it. Nice so nice to see you as well over Zoom. Yes, everything. I mean, I'm just so used to that now. I know. Right? Right? If, you know, a couple, like a year, two years ago, like I just have never really been a FaceTime person. Like whenever someone would FaceTime me, I'd be like, why do you want to chat on FaceTime? I'd ignore. Now it's like second nature. It's like, I, yeah. I 
I don't care what I look like. I don't no. care what day it is. Zoom, Just want to see a face. Yep. Oh, oh, our producer wants you to sit a little closer to your computer, okay. if you can, so we can really see your face. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how have you been doing? Because I know you, like me, have a toddler boy during this. And I feel like it's, that's like the ultimate extreme quarantine, <laughs> if you will. It's true. They have more energy than anything, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, we're doing well. Like I, it's, it, I always, I talk about it like going from at one moment feeling incredibly lucky and blessed and like feeling super fortunate that I've got three great kids and I'm at this phase in my life versus being, Know, in my young 20s or when I was just starting out I feel like it would have been I wouldn't have felt the love so much when I'm when I, if I was living alone and so sure. I, I go from feeling super fortunate to then going stir crazy like the rest of us mm-hmm. running out of hiding spots in the house where I, I need <laughs> quiet time from the kids yeah uh, they've found every single one of them um and and just kind of feeling a bit uh tortured but um it's it's happening we're healthy um, and fortunately, you know, work continues. Yeah. Well, I think you touched on it a little bit. I think one of the positive things to come out of all of this is the quality time that a lot of us have gotten with our kids, you know, as difficult, obviously as it can be to homeschool and care to all of their needs while you're still having your own careers and your own lives. Um, but I know from my own situation, I've seen my boys get so close with my husband over the past few months and bond with them in a way that I don't know if it would have been possible. Um, But I've also seen my husband get frustrated with parenting in a way that he's never had to before because, you know, he's been around for all of the things. And I think that um, on top of his life responsibilities, having the kid responsibilities, it's it's really been a new role for him and really eye-opening for him. And Mm -hmm. so our question to you is, do you feel like you have noticed new things about parenting or things that, I mean, I just, not any knock on dads. It's just, you know, responsibilities that are things that dads really didn't have to do necessarily before. Yeah. You know, I was fortunate. I, I grew my mom moved to France when I was six years old. And so I grew up with my dad. And so my dad growing up was my mom and my dad. He was the one who cooked me breakfast, made my lunch, made me dinner, drove me to all my games. He still had to have a job. He still, you know, he, he, yeah. he did both. And so um, he, 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 he kind of really served both roles in my life as a mom and a dad. Um, and so I, I think because I grew up with such an engaged, active dad, I kind of, um, I wanted to follow in those footsteps and I, and I take pride in the fact that I've been an active dad with my kids all along. And I've, you know, figured out a way to still maintain a social life, still maintain a work life. Uh, but I've tried to be involved. But with that said, I've not been around 24 seven like, <laughs> like I am right now. And so, um, it is de- I'm one thing that's for sure is like, the gossip. So I've got like a 12 year old daughter and I have an eight year old daughter. And most of the time, you know, they're at school. I get updates. If I get home in time to see them before they go to bed, mm-hmm. I get some sort of abridged update. But now I'm getting all the tea. I'm getting all the gossip. I'm getting <laughs> who has crushes on who. You know, oh, who, 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 do you, who are so you like? Nice. That must be so fun for you to like <laughs> be involved in that. Or or are you like, whoa, I don't want to hear about any boys in my <laughs> lives. Like, how does that feel? It feels... Um, 
I like that we're that we've established that relationship and that openness yeah. and that bond. But um, there are, um, yeah, I haven't felt too like I don't want to hear about that. I I, I do enjoy it. Um, I don't mind getting cliff notes once in a while though. Right, yeah. now, <laughs> part of the storm all the time. So, um, but it, it's been. Uh, and then family dinner every night, you know, like when is the last, it's never in, in, in Jessica, my 16 year relationship, we've never been able to eat dinner every single night together. Sure. You know, we, yeah. um, and so that's wonderful uh, just to be able to have that kind of a routine. And, and when things go back to normal, that is one of the things that we are really looking to protect. Um, right. Not on an every, on an everyday basis, but we really do want to make it a point and a priority going forward to, to do it more than once a week. Did yeah. You, did you guys have an adjustment period? Like for me in the beginning of quarantine, it was a rough month and a half, two months for my family to be adjusted. Like my husband has never worked from home before. It was hard for the kids to leave him alone. I was just tired and I didn't know what to do. Like it was a really rocky start for us. Did you, did your family experience any of that? Big time. Absolutely. Especially because that first couple months was uh, now we're in summer, so we don't have school. That first couple months with the school um, and and needing to move everything to homeschooling and doing everything over Zoom was a big challenge. You know, there's especially with a sixth grader and and not that like sixth grade math is incredibly difficult, but like there's a lot that like teachers that we rely on teachers and we need teachers help for. And, you know, like there's a lot of things that like I just don't remember. And You're so, like sitting there Googling the answers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like uh, pre-algebra and stuff. Although, oh. um, yeah, just all that fun stuff. So schooling was a big adjustment. I thought that they handled that. The kids handled that incredibly well. We actually didn't feel like we missed much of a step until we went on a social distance walk, probably about two months after quarantine with another family, mm-hmm. a friend of ours who was also being really careful um and they have two daughters who are best friends with our daughters and when they saw each other they just started crying and and that was when we were like this is really impacting them in a a Mm -hmm. way that they're not showing because kids wake up happy and they're not showing it on a regular basis but when they were you know that that moment we were like this is impacting them in ways that we just don't know right now i have the chills right now i feel i've the same thing happened to us when even when my kids saw their cousins for the first time, I mean, we didn't see my sister and her kids for two months. And that first time, I mean, they, they were just grabbing onto each other and like kissing each other. And I just, and it it was really, really sad. It it was happy, but it was, it's, that's rough. Yeah. I think we've all had moments of realizing like our kids needs are, are similar to ours. Like, you know, we miss our friends in other parts of our lives and they miss it too. And it's, you know, something we've constantly reminded ourselves of. And I feel like for, for particularly in our household, like the biggest learning curve for my husband was more like with our relationship and responsibilities and the balance of all of that. Um, I mean, he was used to either relying on me or a nanny or teachers like to handle everything with the kids. And now that he was home, I mean, he has a boss and he has a job and he has meetings. And obviously what I do for a living was way more flexible or not happening at all. So everything fell on me. And at week five or six, I completely burned out. Mm-hmm. And I basically had to sit him down and be like, I get it. 
and I'm grateful you have a job, but your time is not more valuable than mine. Like we, or, and your mental health is not more valuable than mine. Like we need to figure this out. And I think that through those rocky stages, I would almost say like my marriage is stronger now than maybe pre-quarantine because I feel like there's this level of respect Mm-hmm. that wasn't there of awareness of just everything that we do. And, and also by the way, on him too, like hearing him like kill it in his meanings and, and set up the zoom and his whiteboard and do all his shit. I'm so proud of him. So mm-hmm. likewise, but it's, it, it was nice to kind of, we live so separately. I realized with what we, all the things that we do, it was like really getting to appreciate each other. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we've tried, Jessica and I have tried to, so I guess when we were working and we both living separate lives, it was easier to plan for like a date night. It was Mm -hmm. easier to plan for when we're going to have some alone time for some reason, just because we weren't, and so when we were together for the first month and a half or two months, it just felt like, oh, we're together every night. Like we don't, you know, we're getting that time. And it's just something about like not making still alone time a priority and mm. uh, for some reason and so we we've, we've had quite a few discussions about uh the need to to do that and and my failures in planning more date nights uh, <laughs> uh because uh, uh, yeah i just i'm not i'm not good at thinking about that sometimes so i uh that has been something that we've we've really had to um to like sit down and get aligned on i think from a parenting standpoint we've been fortunate that we both have been always um, super appreciative of what the other brings to the table in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, but um, the, the protecting of our relationship and making sure that we're nurturing that uh, through this time as well, because there's so many other things that we're concerned about right now that it's easy to put that last. Absolutely. Um, and so just trying to find those moments to, we went crazy this week and we decided her brother owns an RV. And so we're, we're borrowing it on Monday and driving to Wyoming. amazing good for you yes and so that will be awesome to just get out and go do something oh that's so cool i was just reading an article that rv sales are insane (laughs) right now i mean like they've never seen anything like it everyone's going on an rv trip my family has a big surf van it's almost like an rv and like you pop up the top and you could sleep on the top oh yeah and we're like, why don't we should just go somewhere and do this? Yeah, yeah. in it, it's so cool. So we might cons- maybe I'll take your uh, road trip. Yes, yes. <laughs> copy his route. Yeah, yes. exactly. But I was going to say one thing. Um, you know, I've talked to Jamie about this, and like a lot of our listeners know this that a lot of our arguments. Sorry, my kids are screaming in the background. A lot of the arguments that Neil and I have are about like who gets more time. Like I worked harder today. No, I worked harder today, and that pre-quarantine that was like um a huge tit for tat argument that was always being had Mm -hmm. and i think a positive thing that came out of quarantine was that we don't have that anymore we're both like jamie said seeing how equally hard we work um i'm neil is locked in this room that i'm in i kicked him out of the house because i had to do the podcast but um, he's locked in here from eight to five and he doesn't really come out and he tries his hardest, but he's working hard mm. to, you know, make a living for this family. And so am I, yes. and I'm a mommy too. And I just, that we haven't, I just realized it's like, we haven't argued about who's working harder in a long time. That's and awesome. 
it's the silver lining of this quarantine. And also, and also the kids like just appreciate it's They appreciate uh, their time with their dad so much now. Um, it's just been really special to watch, especially my little girl uh, who's two and a half, like have this bonding experience with my husband and um, mm-hmm. just a lot of amazing things have come out of this quarantine for me. Absolutely. And, and even from a company standpoint, one of the things that I talked about with my partners this week is that the, somehow the team has become closer, hmm. even though there's the physical distance and the physical separation. Like somehow over the last few months, you can see processes are flowing smoother. Communication is happening more efficiently. Like there's so many things that are just improving out of this that like I'm hoping that um, once life starts returning somewhat to back to normal, that we can protect, we can protect the fact that you and your husband don't argue anymore about who's working harder yeah. and that we can, we don't revert back to some of those kind of, uh, tea, like smaller, like the bickering thing. Jessica and I are arguing a lot right now over because we're ordering. So we probably cook dinner three nights a week or, yeah. you know, something like that. And then we'll order four or some, mm-hmm. some mix of that. Yeah. But ordering food with everyone's pref- food preferences and dietary restrict is a, is a, is a nightmare. You can curse on here. You can it's, curse. Yeah. It's a fucking bitch. It's so annoying. And that somehow is always on me. And I'm like, babe, I already ordered. Like, no, you have to order. Like, we're all <sighs> arguing about who has to order food. That's and what my husband and I argue about, too. Because I'm like, just pick. I don't care. Just pick. He doesn't like the responsibility. <laughs> that's so, that's so funny. Well, I like I, I like what you said about the company because I can imagine like this kind of was an equalizer in a very in in very many ways for so many people, and so it, I think it Brit oddly did bring people together and just like an understanding respect to kind of slow things down and focus things more. Mm-hmm. And and while talking about your company, I would love to just yes. you know, tell our listeners more about pair of these because it's more than just really cool and comfortable socks. You guys have everything. Yes. You have it's underwear, big. bras, loungewear, shirts. That's awesome. Yes. It's a full basics brand. So I started it um, about seven years ago with a kid that actually went to high school with Jenna and I, um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> degrees, um, and, and a, a good friend of ours. So three of us started the business. Uh, we self-funded it. We ran it just the three of us for the first few years, started out with just um, socks and, uh, but after about a year into it, we were like, we're a full basics brand. And so what that means, we make underwear, undershirts, socks. Um, and now we've most recently moved into the most comfortable loungewear on the planet. Uh, we sold it. We made masks, sold out in yes. the first day or two. Um, we've got a lot of great women's products as well. Um, so we're a complete basics brand and uh, it's going well and we're having a blast doing it. And I just would have never starting out in production and doing tech startups and investing. I wouldn't have thought that I would have looked up and been like a guy who makes underwear and socks, but <laughs> I could not be more happy. Like oh, I am I love so that. stoked uh, so, with the brand in this company. I'm obsessed with the socks in particular. Um, I just, we just bought, so you, my daughter's name is Daisy and you guys have a Daisy matching. Yes. Um, we just bought the ma- Daisy socks for me and then the little Cute. Daisy socks for My husband bought a bunch of them for him and, and oh. Milo, but I'm obsessed with the Daisy. We were so excited. That's we so cute. Matching, you could have the matching socks with you and your little one. And it's the this. cutest thing ever. 
<laughs> it's adorable. We started because Al and David and I are all dads. We all have daughters. And there's nothing in the market for like dads and daughters. And so we, everything was like mom and daughter or dad and son. Yeah. And yeah. I had two girls at the time. I didn't have a boy. And I was like, I want to match with my girls. And so yeah. we created dad and kid matching socks. Now we've got mom and kid matching socks. It's super cute. It's like so cool. Twinsy moment. It's adorable, and, um, but it's going great. The underwear are crushing. I don't know if your husband's tried the underwear yet, but that is. No, I just ordered him some. It's our hero. Before we start recording. Item. I love it. Yeah, I'm happy so to funny. send you some as well. Um, and they're available at Target. It's available at Kohl's. It's available at Meyer uh, on our website, parathieves.com or Amazon, any of, so it's available. Yeah, that's great. It's kind of a big deal. It's good. It's oh, yeah. I love what you said, too, that you're just like with all the things that you've done, that you're you're so happy doing this, because I also feel like coming out of this quarantine, I mean, and, you know, I mean, show business can be a real bitch and just really toy with your self-worth and your emotions and everything. And sometimes I just feel like I have, especially after this, I've taken a step back and I'm just like, I just want to do what makes me happy. I just want to be happy. I'm I'm done with the attachments to the ideas of what's going to make me happy. And I'm really in this place. And I think it's another gift that this whole past few months and experiences given us or can give us of just really reevaluating life and how you want to spend it, you know? Completely. And like with Jessica, you know, when she was pregnant with honor, um, it was really a time when we were having a lot of reflect time to reflect and Mm -hmm. she was in her late 20s and um i guess the nature of her career at the time was kind of that hot maxim sexy girl and just traditionally in hollywood when that girl becomes a mom they get written off right and so we were having a lot of late nights talking about just is she gonna work again and and kind of how her her feeling or her self-worth and her idea of herself was so tied to the business's mm-hmm. uh, idea of who she was that she just started to feel depressed, right? And so with Honest Company and, and with Honor being bored and her starting her business, I was like, pour your heart and your love into the business mm. and, and treat Hollywood like it treats you transactionally. Treat it like a, <sighs> treat it like, that is amazing. you know, like separate heart from, from what Hollywood is. And Sure enough, she was able to, to do that, pour her heart and soul into Honest, treat Hollywood pretty transactionally, and kind of you look up today, and now Honest has become a real, like a business that needs to be treated like a business, mm-hmm. and, and Hollywood now can get her heart back, and, oh. and acting and the arts can get her heart back, and so it's kind of cool that nothing's permanent, that like, mm-hmm. you know, like deciding that you're going to do one thing one day doesn't mean two years later you can't you can't go do something else and yeah and so it's been really cool to see that transition with her and and her to feel just more confident in herself and and just happy um so i'm a huge fan of you finding what makes you happy thanks and that was uh, that story just helped me so much so that's so nice that's so great and we're big fans of honest over here yeah, obviously thinking, my like- gosh on my kids, they're wearing a pair, uh, pair of these socks and Honest Company diapers. So we're just, yep. we're just uh, walking we around. Support, we support the, the Warrens. <laughs> Damn, I love it. Um, so before we let you go, um, we'd love to close our show out with um, 
a shitty story. It's either a shitty mommy, shitty daddy. We just feel like it's just, you know, parenting is humbling and we've all been there, done that, fought it or wanted to do it. And so if you don't mind sharing a shitty daddy with our listeners and us, we would love that. Absolutely. So a quick question on this. Does it have to do with poop or no. is it being a bad parent? <laughs> I could. I got it all. Okay. I've talked about parenting. Um, you know, uh, what is a, a so it's happened with all three kids, I guess. Um, so it's not a one-time shitty parent story, but it's a three, a thrice, three times. <laughs> you haven't learned your lessons. Totally. So, um, I man, what is the best? I, one for sure is that Jessica and I do a terrible job of setting alarms on like weekends and we don't traditionally have, we have nobody helping on the weekends. And so right. if we go out on a Friday night, this is pre quarantine, but if we would have gone out on a Friday night, had a great time, we do a terrible job of waking up early in the morning the next day with our kids. And so mm. at like nine forty-five. Like you like get up and like, yeah, I've never, I haven't slept like, right. And you're like nine and it's like, our baby <laughs> run in the, the room and the baby is like been awake for two and a half hours, three hours in the crib. Just like, so with honor, she had taken her poopy diaper off and oh. had poop everywhere, which mm-hmm. was a, which, you know, we kind of deserved it. Um, <laughs> Aiden was just a dream doll sitting there in her crib at nine forty-five, like no big deal. And then Hayes, uh, was just stripped naked down to his diaper. But all three of them, none of them were crying. And so we would have woken up had we heard it. They just sat in their rooms for two and a half hours, like silent. My kids do that too. Really? Or they they talk a little bit. No, yeah, no, Jack will sing. Jack, now his thing is singing happy birthday. (laughs) He'll sing to everything in his room, happy birthday, until we come in. I don't think he thinks he can call for us. Honestly, I think that's a win. I don't think that's so shitty. I mean, if your kids were chill about that. It's not bad. (laughs) Shitty parenting also. My eight-year-old, for some reason during quarantine, really wanted to start watching scary movies. So I showed her The Conjuring. Oh, Oh my God. Very scary. I don't know about scary movies, so I just put it on. I'm not a big horror movie fan. That shit is scary as hell. Very scary. Is she into it? Gosh, she liked it. So then we watched Annabelle. Oh, wow. (laughs) Great girl. Right? Great girl. And then I spent it. Anyways, not a bad parent. I tried to make her a spy. I was like, when you grow up, you're going to be a spy. So I made her watch like three spy movies with me, like The Lost Goodnight with Gina Davis and some like older movies. And uh, by the end, she's like, Dad, I'm not going to be a spy. (laughs) It's not for me. But But you brought her horizons. You gave her some options to think about. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Thank you so, so much. So fun, Cash. Thank you so much. Um, again, you guys, Parent Thieves. Yeah, you're such a great dad. Awesome guy. So nice to talk to you. We're so grateful. And we're going to leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, being a parent is like folding a fitted sheet. No one really knows how. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewell. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. 
We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Carefree. For more information or to buy, check it out on Amazon or Walmart.com, or you may find it at your local grocery store or CVS. OxyClean. Go to OxyClean.com slash TryMe to get your free odor blaster sample while supplies last. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Thanks. I'm Bella Benson. Welcome to another episode with me on Too Tired to Be Crazy. Transfers all of the saliva into my mouth. So I just have to keep swallowing, trying to swallow it as his tongue is just like doing its thing like all the way down my throat. Mortified. Like I wasn't scared anymore to admit what I need and to ask for what I need. And I just feel like it's like a whole new dating chapter for me, honestly. I typed in you and instead of going to YouTube, it went to you porn. Be sure to check out Too Tired to Be Crazy on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One. I just downloaded it.